When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to another season. It's been a while, guys. Hope you are doing fantastic. Hope you are having a nice holidays. And welcome back. Welcome back to another season. Another sh- sh- year of uh, Stats of the Day show will uh, we'll resume. I want to add a poll here. I just forgot before I start the show. Have you been already tinkering about your FPL team this season? Or you did just like me, not even looking at the team until Friday, <laughs> yesterday, literally. Because um, I wanted to maximize on the uh, summer holidays. I want to have no thoughts about FPL, no tinkering. I'm going to change. I learned over the years that I will always change my team. Okay, someone scored in a friendly. Oh, this guy uh, came off the bench and scored. Put him in my team. Take him out of my team. No, 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 no. I just decided to step aside and focus from... Uh, started from yesterday. I already started looking at the team, looking at the players, the signings, the preseason data, and try and make sense of the previous matches. I don't believe you will miss much if you haven't been thinking already. But let me know guys, let me know how are you doing. Uh, let's start. Uh, so what we are going to do here guys is to give you a bit of like a warm up to a new season. So the stats of the day show will continue this year. We will um, have a show every Saturday night, same time like today. 8.30 UK, uh, p.m. UK time, in my time in, in Europe will be 9.30 and uh, depends on where you are in the world, welcome everyone and hopefully we will bring the fire on Saturday games right after the uh, finish of the games we will start our show, reflect on the matches from Friday and Saturday if any uh, on Friday which will be on game week one and then we will reflect on it and do pretty much the same format. We changed a few colors, so hopefully you will like it, guys. Let me know. And let's start with, um, we will keep it light. We will keep it more of a chatting. Um, Hussein, good to see you as well. Uh, Kafish, welcome, welcome. Lots of info to digest. You think I missed out a lot? Or uh, I will be spending so much time looking into the day. I had a look today, uh, this morning and yesterday night to prepare for the show. Um, I noticed a couple of interesting things. I liked the idea of me starting with a couple of differential players, with players that are away from the, um, the template. Um, I noticed today lots of similar teams on Twitter, just like every year, which absolutely fair because if the template is strong and score points most importantly then why not um, but i noticed a couple of nice things uh, during the preseason i will outline um, uh, these ones and and see could be options for game week one so i think i will start with looking at my own team that i just drafted uh, for anyone who is interested 
you will see a lot of players are already in, in Twitter. Maybe some tweets here and there. Um, Onana came in for me. I was looking for uh, an 8.5 goalkeepers, 4.5 and 4. Um, but I like Onana, who just signed in from Inter. Uh, watching him in Ajax, watching him in Inter. Yes, there are these videos showing Onana mistakes in passing and all of that, but believe me, he's a very good goalkeeper. And today's match against Lenz, I believe, um, someone on Twitter has already calculated what would have been the basis bonus points um, for Onana should this game be in FPL. And compare that, it would be really, really high compared to other goalkeepers. And, and that makes sense because Onana is a, is a goalkeeper who likes to play with his feet, likes to play a lot of passes. If you get 30 passes, complete passes during the game, you get a lot of uh, bonus points as well. So not only that I believe that Man United will uh, uh, keep some clean sheets this season, I think whenever they do, especially in tight matches, Onana will shoot up in, in the bonus points, which could be uh, a seven, eight, nine points goalkeeper in, in many, many weeks. So uh, apart from that, yeah, I think there are a lot of great goalkeepers, um, uh, 4.5 category as well. Uh, there are some 4.0 if uh, Matt Turner goes to Forest. Um, I'm not sure if that's uh, a done deal already, but as far as I know from this morning, it's like, it's like negotiations going on. We could have the, hopefully, a, a better version of Danny Ward of last season, uh, but we could have some uh, 4.0, and I don't mind replacing Ariola uh, with with Turner if he moved to uh, Forest and becomes the goalkeeper of, of, of the team. Um, I still don't rule out Ariola as, as potentially someone who might, I don't know if there is a concrete info whether Fabianski will remain the number one, but it's been it's been going on um, um, in the pages and uh, the fan base that could be could be time for Ariola to take a lead. Uh, at 4.0, it's it's a really decent option. Having Fabianski and Ariola will just solve the problem. Um, for 8.5. I just don't know yet uh, whether West Ham will keep too many clean sheets to to um, to trust to trust this combination. And I personally had this until Onana signed for Man United. So I was on Fabianski and Ariola and I still like the pair. Um, but Onana stands out from, from the goalkeeper. So that's why he's in my team. You will see lots of blues, of course. I am biased to Man City. Um, Stones is in my team. I don't think I will take him out by any means unless he's injured. I think he is, for me, he is the best City defender at the moment to own. Not only because um, he is sort of nailed in the minutes, but also he's playing in the midfield. And um, yes, I will use that term. He scored in preseason uh, quite a nice goal. Um, but that's not new for Stones. He's he's coming to the corners, coming to the set pieces. He has that possibility. Playing in midfield means a lot of build up, a lot of passes. He will be high up in the in the bonus points as well. And Man City will keep clean sheets. They didn't keep many uh, as many as we wanted last season. But I think now, uh, especially with the opening fixtures, I think Stones will be. Um, I'm not sure what is the ownership. I haven't actually looked. I, I just picked him because I believe in in, in the pick. So um, he should be he should be in in high uh, percentage. Anything less than twenty percent, I think he is a great great differential. 
Uh, Gabriel um, is also someone I like to have for the first few game weeks, especially the first three, um, where Arsenal have the uh, potential to keep it clean sheets. Uh, against Forrest in the first game, um, I think from the Arsenal defenders, I think Gabriel is the one with potential upside of goals and, and less so an assist, but clean sheets and goals are mostly what you expect from Gabriel. He has that uh, every season, he scores a couple of goals. Um, and, 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 and that's why he is in my team as well. Estupinian, I think I've seen him in a lot of teams. And I think the main reason is the way Brighton finished last season in a very, very strong way. Um, kind of say that Brighton might keep up. And I have some doubts in, in that term. But that's why I don't have any attacker at the moment. But that doesn't mean that Estupinian uh, is, isn't a great option. And against Luton at, at home... You never expect from these opening games. That's let's take it. Um, uh, don't don't get wasted. It's 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 very tricky to predict the first game week, especially coming up against promoted teams. But on paper, Brighton have been have been strong defensively against Luton. Um, uh, it's it's a very high chance of for clean sheets and some some attacking returns, especially in the first game week. And he's very high on, so it's kind of. You have to find a balance between having a player with high uh, ownership and and differential players, um, and, and that's 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 basically the three main defenders that I have. I do have Baldor because oh, he's four point zero and he is a kind of guy who can play in midfield as well. So he's he's a fifth midfielder for uh, uh, not fifth midfielder. He can play as a midfielder. He's a fifth defender for me in the game. And Chilwell is one of the popular picks as well. I don't like the game week one, um, although Chilwell is capable of that, of, of scoring points, keeping it clean sheets. It, it could go anyway between Chelsea and Liverpool in game week one. But from game week two, it's ridiculous run of games. And I think I would like to have a Chilwell in game week two or three. And that's why I'm getting him from the beginning and saving a transfer potentially. If Chilwell does anything in game week one, yeah, I might miss on the points if I don't start, which it seems that I'm keeping him on the bench. But at least there will be a bandwagon and he will be 5.7 in no time. So uh, that's the five defenders that I have in my team here. Um, Kimi, nice team. You like it. Yeah, the only problem with this team is is no Salah, and I will touch on the midfield now. Is Shaw enough? Um, I haven't looked at Shaw. I'm not entirely sure. I think I think having Onana will be enough for the start of the season. Uh, Shaw has been great in in streak number of games, uh, but to own him for the whole season with the options that we have now. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. He he's still. We've 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 had points from Shaw, so we know what he's capable of. Um, Alan Abdullah, salam, salam. <laughs> um, well, City new signings affect the stones. I don't think so. I think the sign of Vardiol is more to play left center back, and maybe left back at times when needed. So the ones are really affected by him is is basically Ake or basically Ake and potentially Laporte, unless Laporte uh, move out, which seems to be happening. Um, as for Stones, especially especially if Kyle Walker uh, goes to Bayern, uh, that opens the way to Stones to play center back, right back, 
um, a central midfield, so I don't have to worry about stones too much. Um, Kovacic, uh, I think he doesn't affect anyone. Um, he's pretty much a replacement for Grondogan, and I think I will touch on the city when I talk about the midfield. I think he's actually be will be integrated slowly rather than being pushed into the eleven because I have another preference to who could be the three midfielders even with De Bruyne um, out of the team for the start of the season. So I will mention that in a minute. Uh, KDB is a good shout. He is. He definitely is. Uh, what, he, what is he now? 10 million? But I think he's injured now and he didn't play any minute in the preseason. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Diaby or Mbuema. Okay. Uh, nice segue to talk about the midfield. I do have um, Rashford, which is a template player. I think he finishes strong. He has been consistent all year. He is now the talisman for Man United. Even with signing um, uh, Hoi Lan, um, I think he will be the main man um, uh, at least for the start of the season. Saka the same. Uh, Foden is my guy in midfield. And I don't have intention to drop him uh, from my team unless I really, really need to sacrifice Foden for someone like Salah. Um, Riyad Mahrez is growing, Gundogan growing, not really reinforcing the team. That increases the minutes of Foden dramatically, in my opinion. Someone else, I really like to have him at somehow. I don't think I will fit it because I have a three. But I really like the combination of Foden and Alvarez behind Haaland. And I think this is the three uh, uh, with Bernardo and Grealish on, on the sides. I think this is the this is the set of five that we will start tomorrow against Arsenal and potentially the start of the season. And so if you are looking for cash and you are looking for uh, uh, attacker, Alvarez could be really, really, really great option. Um, just be just take your time. Tomorrow Man City will play against Arsenal. I'm sure uh, uh, we will field the best 11 possible and take it from there. I have no idea how the team looked like. Um, I think Man City is one of the teams that played the least number of games in preseason and historically they do that. They don't play too many games, two games, three maximum and usually they are uh, involved in uh, the Community Shield in the past few years. So watch out for tomorrow's game, see how things go and uh, assess your Man City assets based on that. Um, Liverpool players, uh, tricky one. I have another draft in which it uh, takes out Diaby or Eze. I need to look at it again. But uh, there is another draft uh, where I replace one of the 6.5 midfielders with uh, Diogo Jota. And I think if uh, for everyone who plans a no Salah team, I think it's obvious that you go to Jota. My issue is basically, and it's been mentioned on Twitter and podcast, so it's not a new information, that basically four players in, in Liverpool are, are playing for two spots um, with Salah. So uh, minutes will be managed, um, even with the new rule of, of the extra times that um, a game can last until tomorrow morning, uh, there will be substitutes. And there will be um, uh, players growing out and all of that. So it's it's going to be tricky. Um, 
think about a match that has a first half of 50, 52 minutes and the other uh, half of 52 minutes as well. Um, it's going to be hard because uh, player can play 70 minutes and being subbed in 59 minutes and that's it. So it's, it's, it's going to be tricky. Um, and I think we will see a lot of 59 minutes sub and cameos that will affect uh, FPL. So what I'm trying to do here is to start with the nailed players who have the possibility to play as close as to 90 minutes. And the likes of um, uh, Foden is already a risk player because he can be one of those players. But but what I what we know from Guardiola, he, he barely makes substitutes. So he either starts or he doesn't. Um, and the last five minutes of the game, uh, he makes the subs. I think this will change, but by how far, I'm still not entirely sure. And that increases the minutes for, for Alvarez as well. He, he could come in as a sub for Haaland. He could be a starter with, with Foden and then and then switch things uh, in and out during the first couple of game weeks. So I'm really curious to know how things go tomorrow. And I, I'm not sure I, I'm not sure if the game tomorrow against Arsenal will be some sort of a game where um, um, we uh, see this role uh, in the place. Uh, Eze is great, keeps assisting and scoring goals in preseason, end of the season is strong, and Diaby, the new signing, knowing him from Bundesliga, where, where I played fantasy uh, Bundesliga, he's a great, he's a spam shooter, he uh, involved, he's heavily involved, and I, I really like him, so I, I really like the five that I have, and I will try not to make too many major um, uh, changes in the team unless I'm forced to. But that's basically the draft. Jackson kind of picks himself uh, for that mid-budget uh, bracket. Um, I can stretch to Watkins, but I just I just have Diaby, and I don't really like the uh, first few games for Vela that much. And and so I think I will sit on Jackson. And the reasons will be in the next slide where I will show you some stats. Enough talking about my team and. Let's go uh, to the next slide where we have some preseason stats. stats. So uh, I appreciate if it's a bit of a, a lot of numbers to digest, I'll try to go slow on them. Um, but basically what you have here is the list of players, the team, uh, the price of FPL, and how many games did the team play so far in the preseason and how many minutes this player has got. Uh, and what does that correspond in percentage from the total possible minutes. And that will give you an idea on how many minutes each player has played. Of course, you have to take things with a, a pinch of salt. Maybe the manager will try different setups, different players, especially the youngsters. Um, but still, it's relevant. It, it will remain relevant because the players who played the low, as many as many minutes will be more ready to, to start the, 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 the season. So. Um, I thought they would be, it would be a qu a quite an interesting one. So, um, of course, this is a selected number of players. Um, and basically, if you want to get the full uh, list of the preseason minutes, and um, there is um, a, a sheet with all the minutes tracker, and that's uh, exclusively for the uh, members of the Fantasy Football Scout. So if you have the account and you have the subscription, you can get access to this data. If you don't, make sure to use of the um, 
the sign-up uh, discount and get access to these ones. Um, just want to highlight a few players from, from this list. Um, Gabriel from Arsenal, uh, he played uh, 370 minutes uh, from uh, across six games. That's about 69% of the minutes possible. That's decent. You would expect that. Nothing really is, is surprising. Um, John Stones and in general Man City players have fairly shared the minutes uh, across the three games. It's been like replacing the whole team at halftime or at 50 minutes. So um, John Stones have play, has played 53% uh, um, of the possible time. And it doesn't mean that someone has played 100. Um, most of the players have been very close to uh, to uh, to the numbers of, of John Stones. So it's hard to uh, make a judgment on the city defenders based on the preseason. So the selection of tomorrow will be the decisive one uh, for me. Uh, Van Dijk, as you would expect, uh, he's he's coming in at 6 million. I really like him. I used to have him in the start of the uh, seasons and has been excellent. Uh, somehow he likes the first four, five, six game weeks. He scores the most points he gets during the season. and. Um, I maximize on the points and then move on. Um, Six million is a substantial reduction from Trent, who came in as um, at eight million. Uh, Robo is six point five as well, so um, he's also cheaper than Trent. And Van Van Dyke has um, has played two hundred and ten minutes, so um, with his goal, also Van Dyke is is very. Um, he has the pedigree to score roles and um, be on the bonus points. So I quite like him uh, as a, one of the Liverpool defenders. I question the value of Trent uh, at 8 million. That's me. Um, so if I have to go for a Liverpool defender, it will be one of Robo or Van Dijk for sure. Unless we see something really, really major from Trent, like, okay, exclusive news from club, he will be playing in midfield and uh, he's scoring goals in the last week of the preseason if they still have games to go. Um, but otherwise, my draft doesn't have any Liverpool players. And if I have to go for one, um, it, it would be one of Van Dijk or Robertson. One of the interesting Arsenal options uh, uh, is Trossard. And I did not see Trossard in many drafts uh, fair, uh, for a fair reason, the minutes. Um, but the guy has uh, played 52% of the minutes and he scored three goals. And that's more than any other uh, attacking, uh, Arsenal attacking player. And, and so I, I really like him. He showed that when he can come on or start the game, he can perform well. And he interrupted Martinelli's minutes and the owners have been yeah, uh, in having had hard time last at the end of last season because of Trossard. With Jesus injured, maybe it would be an idea to start Nikitia and keep the rotation between Martinelli and uh, Trossard. Kyle Havertz, where, he does he, where does he land in, in this? Or maybe moving Martinelli to the middle and Trossard to the left field and Havertz more to the midfield um, on their left wing. Uh, that's Trossard and Havertz coming in midfield. So there are so many possibilities. We will see Arsenal's team sheet tomorrow as well. So keep an eye on that. Uh, one of the players I really, really like is Diaby. Um, at 6.5, I think he's fairly priced. Uh, three games that he joined since he signed with Villa. 
uh, he scored two goals, uh, and they are really nice goals. He's a very good finisher. Um, and as I said, he will give you shots. Um, I just need to see whether he will continue to do that. And of course, a lot of shots doesn't mean <laughs> great for FPL in, in, in most of the cases. If they are off target, then it takes away a lot of the bonus points. So even when he scores, he might not be getting uh, bonus points, but at 6.5, he just needs to score and the rest will be will be a bonus. So um, that's for Diaby. He's one of my favorite players uh, uh, from the 6.5 midfielders for, uh, for sure. Uh, and Ciso is another one that um, rose around the um, uh, Twitter accounts. Um, uh, he's coming at 5.5, could be interesting, but he didn't play much. He played only 80 minutes this preseason. So with signing also uh, going to be hard so i don't think that inciso is someone you can rely on unless you see really you see him really getting a lot of minutes and uh, consistent starts um, even with a new system he will come on he will come on especially brighton you don't have to worry about him uh, coming on and off he will get minutes but the question is are they enough and and that's the problem that i have with with inciso so um yeah um that's from uh from the, uh yeah that's it about about Encisio. uh salah has been really electric but in terms of assists he has got six assists and one goal in this preseason so what's going on with him is he getting more creative than scoring i think he loves scoring goals i think that's will not change but i i see that assists are coming more in his in his play and that's dangerous for non-owners if he can come back to score 25 30 goals a season and having doubled the assist uh, he will be up there with Haaland maybe uh, because he's a midfielder he is getting more points for that he will be really really close uh, to him if not higher so while you can make a stronger team without Salah, I feel like, especially in game week two against Bournemouth at home, it would be scary not to have Salah or any other Liverpool midfielder. And that's why I'm still trying to figure out if I can get in Jota or the least convincing Darwin for me. Uh, but again, it's it's really about the minutes and I just don't have the answer now. Uh, James thinks that the Diaby pick is good. Yeah, uh, so am I. So am I. Uh, Kimi Jackson looked amazing preseason. I do agree. Yeah, he's been racking up the the, the goals during the preseason, and uh, he's there in the list. Um, five games for Chelsea. He has played two hundred and forty-five minutes, and he scored two goals and three assists. Um, and I think he will be nailed in the minutes. He is the main man, and a. Apart from, from Liverpool, which I don't think Liverpool defense is, is, is back to the strong defending that we know. I think they are capable of scoring against Liverpool. I think the game with two or three and onward um, games are just so good um, to not even go on for him. Even if he blanks against Liverpool, I don't think this will change. And that's why I think he's more likely locked in. If Watkins start the season and he blanked and Jackson returned, there would be a massive sale uh, from from Watkins to Jackson, and that's also helps. Uh, this also helps building the the team value, which historically it's it's helping. Not like last season, but 
having a strong um, uh, team value in in the start of the pre in the start of the season helps going forward, especially with the wild card and the free hit. Um, someone really really differential. I don't think that. Um, Many do have him, or you will have him by any means to start him, but he could be really an enabler, is Mubama. He plays for West Ham, 4.5. Um, five games for West Ham. He played 53% um, of the minutes, uh, and he scored three goals. Now, I wouldn't even put him in the list if West Ham kept Skamaka uh, alongside Antonio. And I don't know if they will sign a new striker. I think they will try and do that. But there is no other no other striker but Antonio. Um and, and maybe in the meantime the first few games with Mubama will be will be a great enabler. So you would think that if going into game week one, and this is the squad of West Ham, maybe you would like to have a 4.5 forward who might get a, a decent number of minutes. And uh, an odd goal, he can come in in, in one of the Foden or uh, Southern absences in your team. And that would be the best jam to have in the in the start of the season. If not, he's 4.5. Um, he's one of the most, he will be probably one of the most active forwards uh, um, that you will have. So I really, I really do like him uh, for... A bench enabler. Someone else I noticed that he's got decent number of minutes is Woodrow. Woodrow he plays for Luton Town and he is another one that you can take a look and uh, see what's the situation there. I don't have too much information about Luton Town um, not as of today. Uh, I need to do more research about this but I, I, he's not the main striker, but he's one of the strikers that got the most minutes in the preseason. So it doesn't guarantee he will play, but he's someone that at least you will have to shortlist him. Um, is it a good idea to use your bench boost in game week one, Shania? Um, when do you know most of your team will play? Um, no, I, it really depends, but I, I prefer to play the bench boost in double game weeks. Just having... 15 players times two, uh, almost 30 games with a bench boost. That's always the aim. Uh, getting 26, 27, 28 is, is still fine. But to play with 15 in one of the most uncertain game weeks of the season, game week one, um, it's, it's a risky play. Uh, when do you know most of the team will play? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's really about the preseason. Unless injured players, uh, you would think that most of the teams will start with their best players. So, um, yeah. Um, okay. Heather, you have him in your draft. Uh, wonder who? James... I don't trust Liverpool defense. Okay, uh, fair enough, James. Um, we share the same feeling then. Um, Simon, uh, with a super chat. Wow, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. Is Bernardo Silva too risky? Feel like with a lot of games. Um, if we don't sign any winger, and Bernardo doesn't go to Barcelona, <laughs> then... I would like to think that he will be one of the players that will get a lot of minutes. 
Um, and if you talk really short term, if De Bruyne isn't fit to start the season, basically we don't have too many options. Um, we do have, we'll have to start with Grealish, Foden, Foden Alvarez, uh, Bernardo Silva, and Haaland. And maybe the last 15, 20 minutes of the game, if it's settled already, then we can make use of uh, Cole Palmer or or one of the cent uh, one of the midfielders like Kovacic coming in and pushing someone like Ford into the to the wing. So there are some possibilities, but I think that uh, as of minutes, I think Bernardo will be will be will be almost certain. Watch out for tomorrow. I think the best answer you will get is tomorrow. When you see the team sheet, you see how they play. Um, the thing is, Bernardo hasn't been historically a great FPL option. He's a streaky player. Streaky players. Well, I'm saying streaky. He's a streaky player. <laughs> um, but um, he's not a player that you can rely on week in, week out to get you points. So... If you ask me, I think within the City squad, there are better options than Bernardo Silva. Um, James, do I think Martinelli is a worse option now Jesus is injured? Not necessarily. I don't think that Martinelli is better or worse um, with Jesus being injured. I think I'll compare him with, with Trossard. Maybe it increases his minutes a bit. That's, that's obvious. Uh, but does it make him worse? I don't. I don't think so. I think he's he's a, a great winger and great striker. He can be. So uh, I don't think that's the case. You had Mubama, but you upgraded him to Nikitia. Uh, Historia Films. Uh, welcome back. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Again, you have guys one way to assess that. So um, depending on the team sheets tomorrow, you would expect that this is the team that both will go into game week one because, in theory, City and Arsenal will be the um, the favorites to go and win the next season based on the last one. But Man United will be pushing as well. But you would expect Arsenal to start with the best possible team. That's that's for sure. Um, okay, so um, aware, because I'm aware of the time, already 37 minutes, I do have one more slide um, that other players I haven't mentioned, um, just reflecting on their goals and assists. So Bowen, one of the players that I shouldn't miss, um, he cost only 7 million and he is involved in 3 goals and 3 assists, which is great. Uh, Bowen has been amazing two seasons uh, ago. Not so much last season. Uh, could he be someone that is uh, back to his best form and he can show us why he is uh, the guy we should rely on? That's for sure. That's, that's definitely the case. And game week one is against Bournemouth. Chelsea game week two, Brighton, Luton, and then it gets a bit harder with Man City and Liverpool. So their run of games are a bit mixed. But if you look for a, a really differential player, uh, I would include Bowen in the list of Eze, um, Diapi, Buemo, um, and I think I still favor him over Buemo because I I like Wissa over Buemo from Brentford. If you focus on Brentford, anyways, um, I think Bowen. I think he is priced is slightly underpriced compared to what he's capable of. I think he's fairly priced to what he done last season. But if he He's like Rush for the last season. He was underpriced 
because he hasn't had the best season the year before and he is uh, he became one of the stars Bowen could repeat that Bowen has the capacity to do that and West Ham had their circumstances that they haven't performed so three goals and three assists that's that's um, that's great for him and it should it should give him the confidence he missed most of last season uh, Darwin he has to read a mention um, <laughs> even the whole uh, criticism about Darwin I think he has done a great preseason that's undeniable four goals and one assist um, problem is the minutes um, so are you going there let me know guys if you are going for Darwin if you don't have Salah for those who are going no Salah which Liverpool attacker are you going for from the midfield or the forwards or both Yakbo is another one as at the same price as Darwin uh, two goals and one assist and here is a comparison between Trent and Robo so far uh, both of them has got an assist and there is 1.5 million difference so to be honest I don't see why I should pay 1.5 more for Trent um, uh, and I can have Robertson um, I could be proven wrong the first 10 weeks but based on what I have uh, Trent has scored a total of 30 points more than Robo last season the whole season and Robo has missed out on 300 more minutes than Trent because of injuries so if you count that it's really close it's really close um, I, I think Trent is more likable is more popular and that's why and I think he finished stronger last season and that's why he got that hike in the price but I don't see it um, it come back it can come back to me and bite uh, but uh, that's that's my view on it um, one of the options that could be also considered as enablers is Makate um, he's also a striker 4.5 from Luton he has got a goal and assist but be careful um, from uh, relying too much uh, that this player has scored so he will play. Uh, it's always a tricky with the preseason. And most of those players, they don't get minutes at all or they get a loan offer and go play somewhere else. So wait on these uh, small pieces in your team and uh, assess based on the likelihood of, him, of them starting and why do you want him. If it's enabler, he could be one of those for sure. Uh, Heather, um, no Salah and no attackers. Interesting. D'Lo, Darwin and Nketiah are my additions in attack. Very interesting. So you have three attackers. Uh, I guess the Haaland is, is, is a must, right? Thomas, with an interesting view on City. If you think about City players, time, there is now only seven players for the front five used to be eight, so everyone will have more football uh, game time. Cannot see Kovacic playing anywhere but mid either. Um, that's that's very true, and that's why if the window closes and we don't sign any players, then I think many, many will be encouraged to buy City assets and hold them. Um, this plus the fact that each team will play significant more minutes uh, because of the new role uh, I'm certain that each player will get decent chance to play so it's really about which one you like then because even Alvarez could be a really nice option he could be um, 
هيوج هيوج ديفرنشال and speaking of this role uh, i wanted to mention this at the beginning one of the reasons why i'm probably growing light in defense is because of the role uh, basically when you have almost about 15 to 20 minutes extra to play across two halves then the chances of having a clean sheet is is automatically reduced uh, even for city uh, to play more there is always a chance for a random corner or a set piece or or any of these especially when the team is comfortable 2-3-0 and he wants to manage energy and passing back and forth i just feel like the other team might take a chance and ruin the clean sheet and i feel like i will see a lot of that going into the season these are one of uh, some of the the pr uh, predictions that i'm having uh, about some players about how the season will start so um if it doesn't happen uh, you you will come back and say hey karam you said this and that no, i'm just predicting so it's for the fun of it um but i think the number of the clean sheets can reduce during the uh during the season compared to the previous one and that's why if i predict that and i and i bet against having too many clean sheets then it makes sense for me to go light or going for the most reliable teams possible or going into attacking defenders and that's where i think i've done with chilwell as an attacking defender with the stones reliable team his opinion great fixtures in general maybe he will not get too many clean sheets so um Having Trent again, speaking of Trent, Robertson, even Van Dyke, any anyone over six million, unless he is in very reliable team or he is uh, uh, very very attacking, we know that they are attacking defenders, uh, Robertson and, and Trent, but they haven't been last season. So unless they re they recover that, it's gonna be tricky to rely on clean sheets in general, not not with them, but what with with any team. Um, and so I can see more goals this season and I can see more or less clean sheets and defenders will, might not do as well as, as uh, you might think. So I will reassess this uh, view in game week, after game week 4 and see if, uh, if that's the case. Uh, Thomas, uh, uh, coming back to the city point, Bernardo Foden, KDB, Grealish, Alvarez, Kovacic, Haaland for five attacking slots. Yeah, if you consider KDB um, uh, when he when he's fit. So I think that's decent. I think that's decent um, uh, percentage and probability. And Pep likes form players. Once they hit form, he doesn't change the team. So um okay so i think that we are coming to the end of the show um it's been a decent 45 minutes guys it's great to be back um sorry if it's a bit longer than you expect uh but it was great to have you back again um hopefully you have uh, an idea of a thing or a two and um, you can use them to prepare your team for next game week I will be back next game week when we have the first uh, uh, flavor or, and fire of game week one and we will go through the matches and see how things go. I'm so excited. Um, I hope this excitement doesn't go with a bad rank in the first four or five game weeks. Uh, but guys, take care everyone and I will be checking in with you all next week. Take care. Peace.